Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Ross' Looking Good and Feeling Great podcast, live from Las Vegas, with his co-host, Daryl Craig Harris. How are you doing, Dr. Roth? Absolutely spectacular. Welcome, welcome. It's Dr. Jeffrey Roth, your board-certified plastic surgeon in Las Vegas, Nevada, and we're at it again. I know, and, and you know, we've been having so much fun, and we've covered so many different topics. One of the topics we were just recently talking about privately was the pressures of being a doctor, of running a small business, what you think it might be being a young resident versus what the reality is the rubber hits the road, so to speak. Right. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Well, things have changed. I mean, we can you know, spider into a hundred different things, but things have changed since uh, uh, I was a resident uh, for, uh, for good and for bad. It's progress. That's how that goes. As far as being a resident, I think nowadays there's more technology. Uh, I think that there is uh, some more help in the fact that we have now PAs, we have nurse practitioners, which can be very helpful. Um, and again, I was just up at a conference at UCSF and there was this uh, cadre of uh, helpers, and um, which we didn't have uh, back in the day. And so I think that that's nice as a team. Uh, and as, as everybody works together as a team, and that may tend to free up um, the residents to go ahead and uh, do more surgeries or, or that sort of thing. Because mm -hmm. if you ask a resident, hey, you know, you're going to work 100 hours a week, but you can be in the OR. Oh, yeah. Where do I sign up? Right. Because that's, it's, that's the whole yeah, reason why they want to be there. It's all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, the IV fell out. Uh, okay. Well, Mrs. Smith fell out of it. Uh, you know, so, and, you know, which is necessary and, and such. But sometimes, yeah, they can definitely, definitely wear on you. The, the model that I went through was basically, you know, they trained you, they trained you really well, they trained you to be a um, typically an academic uh, surgeon, which means you would finish and then uh, you would either go on a fellowship or you would go ahead and take an academic job at another university and be an assistant professor, then an associate right. professor, the full professor, et cetera, et cetera, and write the papers and, and teach residents, which is awesome, you know, and, which is just spectacular. And yeah, it probably That's depends on, on your calling, really. Yeah, right? on your calling, your personality, the opportunities, all, all, all of that. And that was kind of my line. And so to that effect, you don't get a lot of, hey, what's going If I want to be in private practice, dot, 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 how do you do that? And then if I want to do uh, aesthetic plastics, you know, dot, 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 how would I do that? And mm -hmm. so back when I was going, both of those were really kind of not forbidden subjects, but just something you didn't bring up right. because you were so busy doing reconstructive and putting fingers back on and, and uh, all the stuff just in the, doing the, the work. lab yeah. and all that stuff coming out. So, yeah. So, you know, you're there for forever and you, know, you fast forward, in my case, a decade. And so at the end of all of this, okay, so now you're out. And so I decided, well, I, I don't think I'm going to, I thought about economics, but I, I don't think I'm going to do that for a variety of reasons. And so I'm going to go out in the community, but I still wanted to be academic in as much as I still wanted to write papers and, and books keep, keep and, learning and all that stuff. Keep, oh yeah. Right. So all that stuff. And in plastics, you can really kind of still do that. And Dr. Mm -hmm. Jackson told me that he, he says, yeah, you know, you, you don't have to be an academician to do, you know, to to you know, write books and right. give lectures and stuff like that. Oh, or, you, you or really? even even today having a podcast. Right, right. So yeah, so yeah, <laughs> you're able to get your you're out. So having said that, I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and let's do the private practice thing. And so I came back to my hometown because I wanted to come back to the to the hometown of Las Vegas. And basically 
now I go and all right, well, how do you, how do you do this? How do you open a business? How do you start a practice? How do right. you? Because you and, don't, they don't really teach you that in college, no. right? Uh, well, no. In the in the eighteen years of formal education after high school, eighteen years, I got exactly zero days of business. Right. Now I can crack at that point, I can crack open a chest and stick my thumb in somebody's heart. I could crack open somebody's skull and slurp out blood. I could all of it. I can run a, you know, 75 patient, you know, uh, service and, and do all kinds of crazy stuff in the ICUs and ERs and stuff. But somebody handed me a profit and loss. I'm like, what's this? Right. And they're like, oh, really? So now the other, I'll take a step back. The other interesting thing was, is okay, well, I, I, I guess I got to set up a practice, which means you know, let's say I got to go to license. I got to go to like you know, somewhere to like see patients and I got to get on staff at hospitals and stuff like that. And so the hospitals said, okay, yeah, no, you're, you're trained in good places and blah, blah, blah and all that jazz. So, okay, but uh, you're going to need some money. Oh, okay. Well, how do I get that? <laughs> and meanwhile, you still have your student loans. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm down. So I'm negative, right? I'm student loans. Now, uh, again, <laughs> so yeah, you're down student loans because back then at the, at the end of my training program, PGY-10, you know, all that stuff can do all the stuff I described. Right. I was making $4 and 50 cents an hour. Okay. So, right. So, okay. So Basically, yeah. And so then I said, all right, well, which bank do I go to? And they said, okay, you need to go talk to Selma, uh, uh, Selma Bartlett uh, over at Bank of Nevada. I'm like, okay. So I go down to Selma Bartlett and she she looked at me and, and I, I, she's awesome. And she probably single-handedly put half at that point, half of the doctors in uh, in town in business. Oh, okay. Amazing. So she was like this kind of... Uh, she was the doc doctor whisperer. She, very, very <laughs> so much so. And um, and so she, so we're talking and she says, oh, okay, so you, you just got out. He says, yeah. He says, you have some student loans? Yeah. I said, how much? Okay. And she says, uh, <laughs> she says, were you trained? Okay, great, fine. So you don't have any money? He's like, no, I don't have any money. He says, you need some money? I'm like, yeah, they tell me I need some money. He says, yep, you're going to need some money. I'm like, okay, um, how much do you want? I'm like, I don't know. How much How much should I ask for, Mrs. Barley? Says, right. oh. I said, you don't need about uh, this much. And I said, I said oh, okay. And so she says, yeah, okay, sure. And then, you know, let's go ahead and go over and sign these things. I'm right. like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, you're like signing your life away. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I walk into her office and, and you it's know, funny. she's, she's you know, gave me a loan for 250 grand. And I said, right. how much, you know, how much you need? And she says, 250. I'm like, oh, okay. You yeah. know, and uh, and then she... Which is, which is pretty daunting when you just came out of... <laughs> oh, it's, it's yeah, you could have said, oh, you're going to go to the moon next week. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Okay, whatever. where do I sign? One million dollars. Where, where do I sign? Yeah, because I could, yeah, please. And, uh, <laughs> but she was actually very, she says, okay, and then now here's some other folks you need to talk to, and blah, 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 so they can go ahead and send you folks. And, and what, what hospitals? Okay, we'll make sure that you, you know, are, are active in the hospital and blah, blah, blah. And all. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did all of that. That's amazing. And, uh, but yeah, and so she was like, yeah, so you got a guy with me who's negative and you want to go ahead and, and give me cash money. And I asked her years later, I said, why did you take a chance on me? And mm -hmm. uh, she said, uh, she's in her 40 years of banking at that point. Uh, she's never had a doctor default. Yeah. Uh, and so one and then two she said now we've had some divorces we've had some uh, challenges. Uh, some challenges we've had some uh, partners run off with the money we've had yeah, okay we've had that okay but she says as far as the risk goes he says the risk was really not a lot and, right. uh, and especially where you came from when you're training and you know, I can, you know, can tell that you're a local kid and you want to like work yeah. so I'm like, okay so I went oh okay well yeah you know so that that was that was a big thing and then of course 
You learn with your foot in your mouth, and I spent a lot of dumb money, especially on um, stuff like um, you know advertising and and all that sort of yeah, thing. Because you, you, you got to kind of figure out you don't know. what to do. And, right? Yeah, you don't know. And there was a back then it was yellow page ads. That's how long ago that was. Yellow page. Yeah. And so a second, you'll love this story. So a second yellow page book comes out a competitor to the Yellow Pages. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. And I'm like, oh, all right. So we went ahead and we, we took it out. And so so the book comes out, right? And so they're billing me every month. And, uh, and besides my name, address, and phone number being wrong, it was great. <laughs> and so I would get these phone calls and they would say, uh, hey, Doc, um, is your office surrounded by razor wire? I'm like, well, no. Why you ask? <laughs> And they say, well, yeah, this is where the Yellow Pages told me. Then they, they were sending them to the juvenile detention center up in the northern part of Las Vegas. And I'm like, oh, good lord! Stories you can't make up. And I'm just like, yeah, right, right. And so, and then, so then they call me up. They say, yeah, you know, you stop paying your bill. You're like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why is that? Yeah, she, you know, I. And she said, well, you know, you got to pay. I'm like, I wouldn't know. And so we back and forth, you know, threatened small claims and the whole thing. I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, it's, it's a blur. so yeah. So that was just one of the many places that was right. just was, was ridiculous. But you know, you make, you make some mistakes, you make it through, and you and you find you try to find some mentors that you know help you, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And then yeah, because you know you're young and you just want to operate. You just you know you just right. want to work, work, work. And um, you hope you find a good office manager that that knows what they're doing and knows what a plastic surgeon's office is supposed to look I mean, like. And that's I know that's a challenge because finding the right staff sure. it takes years, right, to put all that together. Yep. Uh, yes, and we've you know we've had some great staff and we've had some twosies. Uh, <laughs> but having said that, no, we're, we're right now we're very very fortunate. And and I learned a long time ago to 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 fire fast and higher slow. Right. I, used, I used to do the opposite. Mm. The other thing too is, is no matter, no matter how good a person is, uh, you can't have a cancer in the locker room. Okay. You, you can't have somebody. Yeah. They all have to, the, do, you mentioned team. I'm doing bad things. The thing. team yeah. aspect is very Yeah. If, if, uh, if, if they're a bad teammate or if they're talking smack in the uh, locker room, they got to go. And no matter how integral they are to your, um, to your, to your, to your business. So, and, and not, and thankfully I, I didn't have that, uh, in my practice, but I've seen other guys and gals go down, right. I go down on that one. The other one too is, is make sure your front office staff is top notch, uh, because so many guys have, we're in the back. We're not, we're seeing patients. We're not in the front listening right. to phone calls. And, uh, and so, so if somebody calls up and, and the person, your, your gal is, uh, it's usually gal, is rude to a, a patient, the patient will hang up and you never see that patient and you never know that you never saw the patient. Right. So that's not a statistic that shows up yeah, on the street. Had, we had that conversation because, and I've noticed that myself looking at people's reviews and often what you'll see is I love the doctor but I could not oh, deal with the first thing. that's that's the most I mean especially you know we'll pick on internal medicine is the doctor usually the, the, the patient love the doctor but it's the front office didn't get a call back I didn't know what my labs were or billing or, you issues know, or whatever bill, yeah. insurance issue all of that stuff and right. so that's where you get your one star reviews from right. uh, you know yes you know you, there's some bit of Docs that don't get along with patients well, and so you get a couple of those. But by and large, yeah, it's it's the it's the it's the front office business stuff. It'll get you nuts. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah. And, and, and so going forward, you just got to kind of try to figure that out and then try to balance uh, what we talked is, you know, efficiency with really listening to the patient, et cetera, et cetera. And then do you buy the new laser and what kind of uh, amenities do you want? And some guys and gals uh, are very um, they're quick to go ahead and get the new laser, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. They're early adapters, which is great. Uh, me, I am probably the opposite of that in as much as I really kind of want to see it tried and true before I you know, delve into it. So right. people are much more efficient, uh, efficient than I am uh, or much more uh, um, cutting edge uh, than I am when it comes to those things. Um, but but, but it, when it comes to the stuff in the OR, I like to think that, you know, I really try to educate myself as much as possible. And that's right. the place where, where, you know, it kind of counts you know, for me. Right. Yeah. And, and I think maybe sometimes patients don't realize the financial investment that offices have to make. Yeah. The, the, you know, we talked about different products that yeah. uh, I'm not going to mention, but I, I, I know, you know, you make the investment that it may be. You know, you don't get the, the return, yeah, so the, it's a the, challenge, right? The AMA will tell you <clears throat> that if you want to go ahead and increase um, a, a neighborhood's economic well-being, stick a doctor there. And yeah. uh, why is because uh, we spend money on stuff like uh, ultrasound machines and personnel. We create jobs and lunch and uh, and, and other ancillary and other things. So, right. so yeah, and and so do your patients uh, because they're now in the neighborhood. It's so so the AMA has a whole series of stuff uh, on that. Is is like you know how to empower neighborhoods. Is yeah you know stick a stick a doc there. Um, so, but it is still much a, a you know a small you know small business, and so right. you have all of those challenges of uh, of running a, a small business. And there was, you know, a couple points um, in my life that you know I was president of the medical society here in town, and you know my line which, was which is a big thing. We, which should, is, we shouldn't which just is, gloss over that. Which is which is also <laughs> running a small business. Right. But at some point, yeah, no, there was a couple points that says, "Well, I'm currently running two nonprofits." So. <laughs> That's a whole other challenge. Yeah, but a bump, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. one we knew was a nonprofit, but the other one, eh. it's just a mega bump. <laughs> so that happens. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, sometimes it's all, the months could be lean every now and then, but uh, or, you know, COVID hits or some craziness. But yeah. but having said that, is um, uh, yeah. So 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 basically, is yeah, and you want to be true to your beliefs, and you want to make payroll, and you want to advocate for your. Um, your staff and and all of that and so yeah it, it comes with that and then you have pressures and especially and now I'm a little different because I don't take insurance but the folks that do the insurance work boy they're getting you know kind of squoes you know by the payers they're getting squoes by all of these other entities um, but at the same time the costs continue to go up so so it, it can be difficult especially for those uh, physicians that specialties that that historically never make money pediatrics I'm looking at you uh, and, and they do it for love they love for the kids and everything else like that but again we've talked about this a hundred times if mm-hmm. you know you, you young folks uh, at home if you're thinking of going to medicine for to make a ton of money you get out now you know go yeah. into go into that, law that's a bit of a, that, whatever, that we, so. we have talked about it that's a bit a bit of a myth where people assume that, oh you're a doctor you're rich and they don't really understand the full dynamics of that situation. Yeah, and so so there's there's that, and then there's the opportunity cost as well. Because again, it took me 18 years to you know to actually get out into business, and of course, any business never makes money in their first year, right? And so, right. how much are you paying yourself the first year? Uh, not much more than resident. Which pushes you out to 20 years, you of. know. So. <laughs> 
so and they've they've done that study too, where um, I think it was a UPS driver uh, versus a doctor, and if you know actually at the end if the UPS driver worked as many hours as the doctor, yeah, he'd actually be ahead. Uh, so, or she uh, would be ahead. Yeah. So, but, but that's opportunity cost. But having said all of that, um, yeah, there's still that kind of pressure. The, the other interesting thing that's going on in, in medicine is now a lot of docs um, are uh, employees. In fact, 51% of uh, physicians right. now are employees. And that's kind of changing the dynamic uh, as well, because then what that leads to is um, sometime a loss of autonomy for that particular doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I mean, a classic example, and this, and this is this gets coupled with a non-compete clause. And now there is a, right. a movement afoot to, uh, to stop the non-compete compete clauses. So, and some, you know, are more onerous than others, right? So, I mean, for example, you know, you come to Las Vegas and you sign a thing with a non-compete that, okay, well, I'm not going to compete with you within, you know, five miles of your practice. Well, that's basically the town, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because it's not I that mean, big. And right? San Francisco yeah. is seven miles by seven miles, That's right? right? So if you do that, you've now you boxed them out, uh, you know, onto off the yeah, peninsula. How are you going to make a profit, survive? Right. And, so, so, so what happens is, is, is these uh, folks come in, they sign the contracts, they start working, and that's fine. And um, oftentimes those folks may have a, a nice life work balance, but sometimes not in as much as we know this by data is, is especially the family practice and trail medicine folks, primary care, they'll go ahead and they'll see patients for, you know, 10 hours a day. And then they'll go home and they'll eat dinner or whatever. And then they'll get back on their laptops and do charting until two in the morning. And then right. they'll get back up at six o'clock, rinse, repeat every day. And three years. that really <laughs> will grind you one. And then right. so you have that. And then if stuff at the workplace starts happening, like, oh yeah, I know that you usually see 50 patients a day, but mm, yeah, we're going to move that up to 65. Like, well, wait a minute. I'll say, well, yeah, you know, there was this thing, this occupational therapy thing that we can get to your patients, but yeah, yeah, we're not going to take that. We're going to take that away. So you're going to have to find right. another place you're paid. Huh? I mean, like now what? And so, yeah. So now you have all the responsibility, but no authority. And so that is the pinch point right. where a lot of folks are, are feeling burned out and they're doing their best. But, uh, you know, and, and, and yeah, it's it, it makes it for a difficult situation. Which kind of leads us into, I mean, we know some mutual doctor friends that have kind of getting ready to retire. <laughs> I, I, I won't mention names. Um, but, um, I, you know, doctors and burnout. I mean, I would think that is a real topic, not only plastic surgeons, but just in general. Yeah. What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, we've been, we've been talking about that. We, medicine, uh, have been talking about that a lot lately just because of uh, those things, the pinch points and the squeeze points that I w- alluded to, one. And then, um, two, it's got to the point that folks are retiring early, which is a big... Uh, it's know, hard brain, to find a, a general doctor anymore. Brain drain, uh, because <laughs> you, you want somebody to you know to be there uh, for you. Right. And uh, but uh, you, at its worst, it leads to self-destructive behavior on part of the doctor, mm-hmm. and uh, even suicide. Uh, we lose four hundred doctors uh, a year. 
uh, wow. now, which is more than uh, police officers and more than firemen. Uh, and they have tremendously stressful jobs and they come with PTSD and, and see really terrible things in the street. Mm-hmm. So those, those, those guys and gals have it hard. A lot uh, of pressure. Uh, right? So, and then with the doctors is he says, yeah, is, is you get this pressure because you went into medicine because you want to do good for people. And, um, you're unable uh, to, to do that with the parameters that you have. And, and so some folks, you know, again, self-medicate with uh, drugs or alcohol. Some people uh, find places uh, that are outlets, uh, meaning the gym, you know, running, et cetera, et cetera. Some folks uh, find um, uh, uh, com- comradeship uh, at the hospitals or the medical societies right. uh, or, you know, if there's religious guys and, and, and gals. And so it kind of you kind of try to figure out how to ameliorate, you know, that right. uh, best you can. Most positive way to deal with the pressure. Right. And, and yeah. it's not only the physician, it's also the physician and the families. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure the firefighters and, and police officers, same thing, is is um, the, there's the Clark County Medical Society. Um, uh, they, call, they used to call it the auxiliary. Now they call it the alliance. And uh, and Washoe County has one and the state, Nevada state has one. And these are the spouses uh, of uh, physicians. Mm. Uh, notice I didn't say wives. Uh, that will go ahead and get together and, and support one another as yeah. well because there's some certain I mean we all have challenges but there's some certain challenges on families especially folks that take a lot of call or something like when are you going to be home I don't know right. uh, you know oh geez the pager went off I got to go back up in the middle of the night and, and then, then they come home with all that stress and yeah the, and so yeah the last thing they you know, you know, they, you, know you had two patients die or something bad happened or something that particular day or, or whatever and so, and so some days are more stressful than not and so mm-hmm. so that can be stressful on uh, families as well. And so, so nowadays we're looking to see, we medicine are are looking to see, okay, what's causing this? And then, you know, how are we going to, how are we going to fix it? And it can be everything from, you know, more, I I don't think another pizza lunch is going to be helpful at this point in the ball game. Maybe just even having the peer support, having, like you said, colleagues that you can call and and kind of not commiserate, but kind of. Right. So we commiserate fine. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) compare notes. We we do that. (laughs) But yeah, no, I've, I've talked to, you know, um, a couple guys that may be going uh, through some stuff and I would just call or text like, Hey, how you doing? You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, mental status check. How you doing? All right. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I said, uh, you know, text back or not, but just so you know. And, in. Yeah, and uh, and that's you know, that's you know that's fine. Uh, so, and the other thing too is, is especially with docs, is to have some sort of quote unquote safe place. I guess and for a while during the COVID where it was really getting intense because now, and especially the nursing staff for for sure and some of the docs, you know, you're wearing this the darn N95 mask for 8 to 12 hours. It just adds a whole other level of stuff. All this PPD and you're dealing with a virus that we didn't know and oh, by the way, it's deadly and oh, can you bring it home to your family? And oh, by the way, we got to keep our business going. (laughs) And and all that. Um, And so they actually, they had a, a warm line here in Las Vegas, meaning that the psychiatry folks had a, a phone number that you can call. It wasn't 24-7, so it wasn't a hotline. It was a warm line. Right. But you could call and say, hey, I'm a, and it, you don't have to be a doctor. You can just be somebody. You can be the guy pushing the mop in the hospital or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and say, hey, I'm having a difficult time with X, Y, Z. Uh, and there was no names, no charts, and so there was no sequelae of, hey, I'm reaching out, you know, for, which there shouldn't be, but some folks still thought that that way. Right. And um, 
And, and so that I think was helpful. And, and also for psychiatric drugs, because sometimes you'll see a patient who's on this kind of strange psychiatric drug that you never heard of before and you want to uh, dispense something and you might want to bounce it off a psych guy or right. gal to just, just go, is this going to interact? Is this going to be okay? Right. Uh, and then we also, our pharmacy colleagues help us with that, uh, mm-hmm. thank God, uh, as well. So, but having said that, yeah, so you, you have different pressures, again, depending if you're in private practice, academic practice, there's publisher parish, right? So you got to go ahead and publish all these papers. And now there was a huge walkout of a, of a prestigious scientific publication because this publication was, you know, you go ahead and you, you do all this work and you make all this research and you write the grants and da-da-da and you finally put a paper together and you're going to go ahead and submit it to this thing with this... Um, uh, this uh, uh, pay, uh, this Publisher. journal, yeah. and uh, and they okay, great, you're you're you know you're, you're accepted, yay, oh yeah, that'll be three thousand dollars, and so you're actually <sighs> you're, they're charging the author to publish the his work, right? And so and interesting, that, and and then, and then the numbers kept going up and up and up, and and so finally uh, their editorial board said, look, you got to change this. Is okay, we're not changing it, and the editorial board left. Mm-hmm. And so that's that was really interesting because if you would have told me that 20, 30 years ago, I'm like, there's no chance right. that that would ever happen. And, and here it is. So there are some things that people are working at and, and some things are changing. Uh, so, yeah, whether it's, you know, academic medicine, whether you're, you know, uh, hired um, uh, medical person, whether you're, you know, hang up a shingle on your own. But there's, you know, so much regulation and there's. Uh, the things that you have to deal with, uh, that sometimes it can it, it can be a bit much, and that's not even you know just being a regular doctor and right. seeing a patient and just being a human having to deal with right. so, just oh, dealing with life. Yeah, there's <laughs> that. Um, that's overrated. What, what do you do? It's what o- do you it's do? Overrated, yeah, right? Yeah. What do you what do you personally do to relax? So what, what's a good what's a good relaxation day for Doctor Roth? Relax. <laughs> what's that? What's <laughs> relaxation? Well, you, you, in enjoy, my, in my best, you enjoy sports. In my I best know. Batman voice, what? You enjoy sports. We just had the hockey. Yes, we did. So, yes. Um, yeah, I'll get to say it. Yes, the Vegas Gold Knights are Stanley Cup champions. Get, how our, about, get how, our little plug in. How about them. some of that? Yeah, so, right. uh, yeah, apologies to all my my, my East Coast <laughs> friends. But all, actually, they, they, they've been very supportive. And actually, it, when we were about to win the thing, I got a bunch of texts and uh, and said, wow, this is great. Yeah. I wish, you know, you know, I'm sorry that my team is in it, but, you know, um, but I'm glad for you, you know what right. I mean? So, and then one guy, when they were, uh, they, they won the fifth game and, and the Stanley Cup was out on the ice and everything, and one guy said, uh, best moment in sports coming up right now, and because uh, he was obviously watching at home, yeah. and uh, yeah, it was just magical for the town, and, and those guys are such good guys. They like each other. They go out to dinner together all the time. Their guys mm-hmm. are always at hospitals uh, or doing something in the community, yeah. and we needed them on the 1 October after the shooting. And they were they were exactly what we needed, and uh, it's worked well. And and again, if you would have told me forty years ago, yeah, we're going to have a hockey team in and they're going to win the Stanley Cup, and within six years they're going to win the Stanley Cup. You're, you're out of your mind. Well, right? it's so I know out, it's, of your, out of your mind. Yeah, because like you grew up here, and I but I moved here in nineteen eighty nine, and yeah. I've seen the, the town almost triple in oh, size, yeah. and that's just crazy. Yeah, just absolute craziness. So so yeah. So to to to, to answer your question about relaxation. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so so typically uh, I try best I can uh, dot 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 uh, to try to you know to to 
do something athletic, whether it's you know, run or swim, or I used to play lacrosse back in the day. So I try to, you know, get into that headspace uh, yeah. a, a little bit. And for me, that's that's always uh, helpful. It's kind of like a cheat code to get up early in the morning and, and do that. And for me, you have to do it in the morning because the evening always falls apart because, yeah. you know, I have a little one and who knows what life. happened that day <laughs> and, you know, whatever, or you run late in the OR or whatever the case may be. So there's, there's that. And I think that me, I think it's helpful. Uh, to find some camaraderie with uh, the medical society because, again, as a solo private practitioner in plastic surgery and I go to the the um, outpatient surgery centers, I think, I, I thank goodness, I, I don't go to the hospitals a lot like I used to. And so I don't see other physicians. And right, I, you're, not, you're not interacting I, as much. No, I, I don't go to the, you know, have lunch with, you know, a bunch of the guys and gals. And I'm like, so it's nice to see, oh, what's up with you? Oh, you oh pediatrics is doing that now. Oh, there's somebody new that came to death. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, that was trying to get myself out of my own silo. I think that was, right. that was uh, fun. And of course, uh, you know, my family also is always helpful as far as uh, that goes. And then, yeah, we, we'd go. We're a big sports family. And so whether it's boxing or nights or basketball, we also have the world champion uh WNBA right, uh, team, the Aces, right. yep. which is really cool, uh, by the way. I, yeah. I, it's 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 awesome, and especially as a girl dad, uh, to go ahead and see the athleticism and the dedication mm. for that these uh, these these folks uh, put in. It's amazing, and I think it's um, I think it's much more fundamentally sound basketball. In as much as you know, they're not taking three steps, they're not palming, they're not carrying they're right. not as yeah. much. Apologies yeah, to and they're, NBA, and they're amazing, amazing athletes. They're amazing athletes, yeah. and uh, and so that's good. And those guys are uh, gals. Uh, those gals are always uh, again out in the community. They're always doing yeah. and stuff. And so and so that is terrific. And then uh, uh, Mark Davis uh, actually is uh, who actually owns the team as well. The Raiders really is putting a lot of effort. Uh, in there, and that's really uh, an important project to him is the WNBA and the Aces and such. So, and he's always at the games um, and, and such. So, so, so those are, are kind of you know cool things. And then I still have you know uh, buddies from here from in town for forever, and then right. a cadre of um, of uh, friends. Yeah, it's good to have. A, I mean, you have your practice, your business, but you want to have a full life. That's important, right? We, we try. And the other thing is, is obviously with the little one with her school, you. Um, go ahead and you're with a lot of the other moms and dads all the time and so that's that's always uh, important too to, and that to kind of reset your head a little bit yeah. and uh, yeah and really focus on what's we important a, we have a great uh, very I would say very generous community in Las Vegas yeah. um, lots of fundraisers lots of oh, community sure. interactions I so know you guys are very involved in that there's, that's a, there's awesome. always that there's always another yeah. uh, charity thing to, to go to <laughs> which is which is great and we, we get to see other folks and, and chit chat and and really kind of sit back and say, wow, you know, look, look what this town's doing. Uh, right. look, look it's at, exciting. Just yeah. look at the good that actually we're bringing, bringing forth. So, mm. so with all that, yeah, I mean, sure, we all have our days and, and there are, you know, uh, days that, you know, you would rather just kind of speed through it and, you know, pull your covers over your head. Okay, fine. But <laughs> yes, we all have those. We all have those days. But by and large, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very grateful. I wake up in the morning and I go, oh. 
God, I get another shot at this. Okay, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I'm very hey, grateful. Every, every day you wake up is a good day. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a plus. <laughs> it's a plus. It's a plus bonus round. Um, let's tell the folks how they can find us. Sure. So basically, we're all over the place. Uh, our main one is the website, which is uh, www.jjrothmd.com. That's J-J-R-O-T-H-M-D. Uh, dot com and then uh, social media we're on uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, and uh, TikTok and uh, YouTube and uh, and all that stuff there's so many all that stuff so and Friendster and MySpace <laughs> there's yeah. no more MySpace all of all of it so um uh, yeah, so and, and do check it out. Please subscribe. That'll, that'll be awesome. And comment. And then if uh, in your comments, we actually do read the comments and the DMs and the things that you leave. And then if there's something you want to hear, let us know and we'll get that on for you. And we also, by the way, pick up this thing called a telephone. So if there is a question or concern or whatever, go ahead and please ring us up and we're happy to answer questions for you or have you come in and take a look at whatever you have a question on. Absolutely. And uh, check out the notes on the shows, all of our contact information is additionally added on there with the links and thank you so much for joining us wish you have a, an awesome day have a spectacular day <laughs> thank you thank you so much for joining us for further information please visit the podcast website link for dr jeffrey roth see you next time